Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast is Howard Drescher. All right, a good morning to you. Good morning to each and every one of you here on this Martin Luther King Day, Monday, January 18th. And can you believe it or not, I really hard to believe, 18 days in, 18 days into the new year, and yes, 18 days of misery for a lot of people, especially particularly the younger drivers who have been, let's just say, they, they have Several of them have paid the consequences. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And, of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. And, of course, Facebook is DistractedDB. To listen to this show and all my archive shows, go to iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Okay, as I said, 18 days into the new year, and yet it seems that people are still not getting it. They're still living in the past. And if one thing has taught us in history, if you kind of repeat the same stuff over and over again, you're getting nowhere. I know there's a saying for that, but I didn't say it the right way. I said it my way. So basically what I'm trying to say is, the things that we've done before in the past, we do again. We're just doomed to repeat them again, and we're doomed at success. We don't have any success when it comes to drivers, especially with the stories that I've gotten today. Uh, well, let's just say more so for story number two, particularly for this one. Because quite honestly, to tell you the truth, this one here kind of ripped at my gut. This one ripped at my gut when I got it on Friday. I came home, I got home, and I dwelled upon it. And my wife was asking me, what, what, what is going on? What, what, why, why do you seem so down? Why do you seem so bummed out? If you listen to this story, story number two, and quite honestly, a young 22-year-old girl was hit by a SUV speeding in a hit-and-run. Multiple injuries from broken bones, busted tailbone, lacerated liver, and a myriad of other injuries. We'll get into that in just a little bit. 
Again, I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. Glad to have you with me. Glad to have everybody who follows me on Twitter. And glad that everyone that downloads the show and listens to the show, I appreciate it. It gives me a purpose in life. My purpose in life was actually to go ahead and try to make a big fingerprint, footprint in the sand, if you will, when it comes to distracted driving. I'm finding this a little harder than what I thought because there is more the more I talk about it and it's just more people are doing it. And I know that there's dozens of people that are behind a microphone like me. There's dozens of people that have nonprofit organizations that are trying to make a difference. There are dozens of law officers that are trying to make a difference. There's a lot of good Samaritans out there that are making a difference when they say something, or they see something, they say something. And we'll get into that as well. All right, again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com. I am your host, Howard Drescher, uh, the podcast show. Uh, so the top story from last show, everybody's probably wondering what that is. Well, the top story happened to be happens to be the Los Angeles Raiders running back that was arrested in Las Vegas after his last game of the regular season when they got back into Las Vegas after playing the Denver Broncos. It was the DUI one-car crash. I heard all sorts of, let's just say I got some very interesting comments from, well, he deserves it. He's playing for the Raiders, too. He should have known better. He's supposed to be a role model. Uh, he makes enough money. Should have been able to get an Uber or a Lyft or a cab. Call a family member. Call somebody. This could have been avoided. They say, hey, this could ruin his career. This could do all sorts of things. Yes, it can do all of that. And yes, I agree. He could have contacted Lyft. He could have contacted Uber. He could have done something. But hindsight's twenty twenty. Although he says he's innocent, and I believe his trial will be in March sometime, we're going to follow up with that, and hopefully we have more details as we go. Okay, so you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. When we come back, oh yes, when we come back, KTLA provided the sound. Kind of a short but risky pursuit here in Los Angeles. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph. When blam. 
ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show on this Monday, Martin Luther King's Day. Hoping everybody's enjoying a day off, but I hope everybody kind of remembers what the purpose of this day is and what it's about and what it stands for and what he stood for. I'm not perfect. Do I judge certain things? Yes. Should I change them? I'm working at it. That is true. I'm working at it. Should not be so judgmental in these days and times. All right. Again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, Facebook, DistractedDB, and listen to all my shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and now Google Podcast. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. And also, by the way, if anyone happens to or has an idea for a story or anything like that, or a topic that they want to cover, just go ahead and let me know. I appreciate that. You could just tweet me at DistractedDB and just say, hey, you know, at DistractedDBTV, just say, hey, here's the story idea. Give me your information, and uh, I'll get back up with you, and we can go ahead and go from there. All right. Anyways, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show, as I mentioned. And here's a story from KTLA. When it comes from when it comes to pursuits, quite honestly, why do people even try to get away with the system driving down the road as fast as they can, weaving in and out of traffic, going from one freeway to another freeway to another freeway, when they should realize 99% of the time they're not going to get away? I mentioned this before. As many times as I've seen these on the the TV stations, whether it's NBC, CBS, uh, KTLA out here, or you know Fox, any of them, they've always gotten away except for one time. One time somebody got away, and it was apparently the 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 CHP officer could only fly for a certain amount of time. He had to get fuel. He had to turn back. They're driving through. I think it was up toward uh, Santa Clarita area. Television coverage bailed out because they can only go so far with the uh, with, with, with the TV station's uh, helicopter. They had to turn back. Ground patrol or the, the, the CHP's behind the uh, behind the uh, perpetrator on the car in the vehicles on the road. They ended up getting away somehow. Only time. Here's a story from KTLA that's very interesting. And I appreciate them for allowing me to just send them. 
as sheriff's deputies are in pursuit in Whittier. Let's go over to Colton Von Pertz. He's overhead in Sky 5. Colton. Uh, Sheriff, this is uh, the area of Norwalk. They're going to do a pit maneuver right now. You see the Sheriff's Department uh, pulling up on this vehicle, going about 25 miles an hour. We don't know the exact want for it, but they've been in pursuit for a few minutes, spun out of control into the center divider, into that tree, that bike flying off the vehicle. That car has been disabled now. So we'll have to see what happens here. My pilot, David, is going to uh, get us around this tree here so we can see what's happening inside that vehicle. Uh, we know there is a driver inside that vehicle. We don't know about any other uh, passengers right now, uh, but they have been in pursuit of this vehicle for a short amount of uh, time. Uh, it was only going about 20 miles an hour since they lit up the vehicle, but the Sheriff's Air Unit, Air 21, has been overhead since that start uh, of the pursuit, and it looks like we do have a suspect who's out of the vehicle um, under that tree. You can see it there, um, uh, prone out or hands above their head on their knees. What they're going to do is have this suspect prone out uh, in the street here so that the, uh, the sheriff's deputies are in control of the scene and they can uh, keep an eye on that suspect, make sure there's no sudden movements. But you can see a large um, number of units here. Uh, the problem they were running into with this pursuit was they didn't have any pit qualified vehicles uh, to do that pit maneuver in the area. So they had to bring one from an uh, outside office to uh, assist with stopping this uh, PT cruiser that you could see here in the shot. Um, but a very slow speed pursuit for the most part, only about 20 miles an hour. But you can see that suspect now standing up. Um, what they're probably doing is going to be calling that suspect back to uh, those deputies. You can see at the bottom of your screen, um, as those deputies have a position of advantage right now. They have concealment behind those car doors and behind those vehicles. So if that suspect made any sudden movements or brandished a weapon or something like that, they are safe. Uh, but you can see that suspect uh, was just lifting up his shirt, uh, showing he had nothing on him. He has a taser pointed on him right now, and now they're going to have him slowly back up um, to those deputies there um, and to take him into custody. Um, and after that, they're going to clear the vehicle and have uh, uh, deputies go up to that vehicle and get uh, make sure that there's no one else in that vehicle, anyone hurt, uh, anyone that could be of any danger. But you can see a very slow uh, situation here. At the end of this pursuit, uh, this deputies have the time on their side. Um, they can slow things down and make sure uh, this termination of this pursuit uh, is uh, as safe as possible. You can uh, see here now uh, kneeling down and what they're going to do is have that arrest team go up and uh, uh, take control of that suspect. It looks like he's not fully kneeling down uh, yet, but there goes that uh, arrest team. Uh, one officer covering the officer or the deputy covering the deputy that is arresting the suspect. Um, as they don't know the condition of anyone else in that vehicle. Um, and uh, successful into this pursuit here in the Whittier area. I'm Colton Von Pertz in Sky 5. I'm going to send it back down to you. Yeah, well-executed pit maneuver, a short pursuit out of Norwalk, and sheriff's deputies have their man in custody. All right, again, I want to thank KTLA for that sound, and I appreciate that. They're not going to get away, but why do they persist on trying to get away and to try to run, which could possibly cause more damage not only to them, or somebody else, either by injury or death. And it's just senseless. It's just, they're not getting in the way. There's too many cameras around nowadays. The helicopters are more uh, upgraded where they can fly around. They can see, they have nighttime, the infrared. They can see everything. It's just amazing how these guys operate. And people really just should understand that they are not going to be able to get away and get away at all. All right, when we come back, oh my goodness, a 22-year-old 
involved in a hit and run. Life support right now. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, Facebook, DistractedDB. You want to be able to listen to all the archive shows, go to iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Type in the keyword DistractedDB to get all those shows. And also, if there's a topic or something you would like, contact me at DistractedDB. Just let me know. Send me an instant message. Let me know. Hey, I'd like you to talk about this. I'd like to talk about that. Hey, look for this person as a guest. Try to get this person as a guest. Uh, Maybe you yourself would like to be a guest, and you've had some encounters with a distracted driver, or, you know, maybe, who knows, you could be a perpetrator yourself, and you explain to me why, and to the listening audience, why you do the things that you do, where you feel you can drive down the road 50, 60 miles an hour. Texting, looking at your phone, glancing up every now and then, and you don't know what the dangers are in front of you. Eh, You can let me know. But I would offer you this. Uh... Well, let me not get into that quite yet. Maybe in a week or two, I want to bring up something as a proposal. I probably need to check with an attorney because if somebody tries something like this, and I don't want them to you know, come back at me. All right, anyways, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. So as a parent myself, I always worry, no matter what, I always worry about, well, one, my wife being out driving around. Two, if my son is out driving around. 
And yeah, he, he's older now, so he's more mature and he understands the rights and the wrongs. But the thing about it is, is, hey, I can't predict, I cannot predict uh, what other people are going to do. And that's the problem I have. I can't predict what Joe Smuckatelli is going to do on the freeway that could cause a problem and, and you know, one of my family members involved in it, or even myself. I can't predict this. But as a parent, you always sit back and you always think, don't let this happen to my family. A mother down in Florida says that her daughter is now in the ICU after a hit and run. She's 20 years old. The SUV was speeding and just collided into her. She ended up with broken legs. Found out later she had a busted tailbone, lacerated liver, and a series of other injuries. And she's going to need probably multiple surgeries. This story comes from News 4 Jacks down in Florida. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. A Jacksonville mother's desperate plea for a hit-and-run driver to do the right thing. I need you to turn yourself in and let's end this because my daughter is suffering right now. Right now, 22-year-old Jada Simpson is in the ICU at Memorial Hospital after being hit by an SUV last night while trying to cross Cessary Boulevard near Ashide Street in Arlington last night. Doctors say she has serious multiple injuries to her body. News for Jackson reporter Eric Avigny has more. Eric? Yes, earlier tonight I spoke with Jada Simpson's mother who took a break from being by her daughter's side in the hospital to explain to us what her daughter endured when she was hit by that vehicle. She says what happened to her daughter was criminal. She wants justice, and she wants justice now. The life of 22-year-old Jada Simpson changed Thursday night when her mom says her daughter got out of her car on Cesare Boulevard and proceeded to cross the street. Black SUV was speeding down Cesare Boulevard and struck my daughter pretty much on her left side of her body, knocking her about 10 feet in the air. Centoria Simpson says the driver who struck her daughter got out of the SUV to assess the damage to his vehicle. I guess it was all good with him, got back in his car and drove off and left my daughter. Most people will hear that and say that's heartless. That is heartless, very heartless. A good Samaritan who witnessed the crash aided the victim and was able to get phone number information out of her before she was taken to Memorial Hospital. He was able to get in contact with me and her grandmother and let us know what was going on with her and that she was being rushed to the hospital. Jada Simpson now sits sedated in the ICU with a broken leg and lacerated liver. The entire right side of her body is scarred from head to toe. Friday night, doctors discovered fractures in her tailbone. Her mother is pleading with the driver who hit her daughter to turn himself into police. I need you to take a hard look, a hard look in the mirror and ask yourself what kind of person are you really? To hit a human being and leave them on the side of a road. Now, if anyone has information about the driver who hit Jada Simpson, you are strongly urged to contact Jacksonville police. In the meantime, her relatives continue to be by her side in the hospital tonight. Reporting live, Eric Avignet, Channel 4, these local stories. All right, again, I want to thank 
News 4 Jacks uh, down in Jacksonville as a WJXT4, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. You know, the thing about this that bothers me, I think is the problem. I've heard these stories, and they seem to be running over and over and over and over again. How about this? How about this for, for a whammy? Let's put a whammy on this one. Remember that TV show, Whammy Whammy, the little thing running around thing, whammy. And either you get a prize or you end up losing all your money and it takes your money. So let's take take the uh, perpetrator's time away from him. Put a whammy on him, if you will, and lock him up. Lock him or her up. No questions asked. They know they did it. And the perpetrator got out of the vehicle to assess his car or his vehicle, whether it's the truck or the SUV, and get back in and go, and left her for dead. Come on now. You're going to tell me that that would stand good with anybody? I'm sure if it was his family member that was in the same situation, he or she would be screaming, you know, bloody murder. You know, quite honestly. They would be screaming, bloody murder, let's get it to the point, let's do what we got to do. And I think we, we need to really take our prosecutors and get them, I don't want to say but backboned, because there are a lot of good prosecutors that will push the limit to get things done. And they need to get it done. And lock these guys up. You start making an example of them and locking them up. Sooner or later, it's going to change and it's going to make an effect. Oh, man. So-and-so, man, got, what, 15 years for this? Oh, I can't believe she did this. Oh, my goodness. She's got 15 years. I just make it a flat rate. You hit somebody in a hit and run, no matter how, whether, how minute the injuries are or how severe 15 years automatically boom do it these guys are running away they're running and thinking they're not going to get caught they they got uh their car in a body shop getting it fixed up and then you sit back and you look at it no signs of remorse or anything and that's the thing that bothers me the most. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I'm asking for the prosecutors out there. Can you please start pushing the max with these people? And don't let some lawyer plead temporary insanity or something crazy where they get off. Because who's going to pay for the, the uh, victim's Hospital bill. How much is this mother going to have to give now to the hospital that she didn't plan for? This woman needs help now. Her daughter needs help. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com. I talked too long on that one. Ooh. All right, here's a story that was caught on camera from WWL TV, and 
this story here, I'm just going to play the audio for it because I'm running out of time. But I got to tell you this. I got this story from YouTube. It is so crazy how an intersection, there's an intersection that had six crashes in the last three years. And they're asking for help to put up stop signs, four-way stop signs or lights or something. Hopefully now they'll get something. This is video you've just got to see. A car drives through a Metairie intersection, slams into another car, sending both vehicles into a neighbor's yard and crashes her vehicle while it sits in the driveway. Good evening, everyone. Shocking video there. I'm Sharice Gibson. And I'm Katie Moore. That wreck happened on Saturday night right at the doorstep of that home. It happened on Kiwani and Bissonette Drive. Our Mike McDaniel spoke with a homeowner who says this is not the first time a wreck happened there and wants something done about the dangerous intersection. It seems like it's like a movie, like it's not real, like it really... There's no way that happened. It did happen, right at the intersection of Kiwani Avenue and Bissonnet Drive in Metairie. That movie caught on surveillance video at Lorelai Bozeman's home. I felt it hit my house. Like, he hit right there, right by the window, and I freaked out. Separated by only a wall, this is what was happening outside Monday morning. Take a look at the top right of your screen. A truck speeds through a stop sign, smashing into an SUV. Both end up in Bozeman's front yard. Her SUV, parked out front, ends up upside down on her doorsteps. I was five minutes from walking out of my door and leaving for work. And, I mean, even coming down my steps, I would have been crushed by my flipped car. After the crash, the man driving that truck gets out and walks away without even looking back. At this point, other drivers are stopping, and neighbors are taking pictures of the man who caused the crash. Obviously has no regard for anyone's lives because um, he didn't even check on anybody. First responders had to use the jaws of life to rescue the woman who was trapped inside her SUV before taking her to the hospital. This isn't the first time a wreck like this has happened. Bozeman says these faint tire marks are from just two days ago when someone else ran that exact same stop sign, hitting another driver, also ending up in their yard. This is video from that night with emergency crews responding. According to the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office, there was even a crash here back in December. Bozeman says it's past time for something to be done. We need something here. I, I don't, a four-way stop, a, a, a light, something, because somebody's gonna get killed. In the three years she's lived here, Bozeman says she's seen about six wrecks, and luckily, no one has died. In reaching out to parish leaders about what happened, we were told crews would be going out to check signage and lighting. For Bozeman, current signage isn't helping. Every time I come out of my house now, I, I look around, because I'm afraid there's going to be a wreck. There's going to be cars flying at you. It's just, it's unnerving. Mike McDaniel, Eyewitness News. Well, we reached out the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office tonight, and they say that driver that we showed you there is still at large. The other driver is still in the hospital. All right, and again, that story came from WWL-TV, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound, and I watched that video. And I will definitely tell you, I was totally horrified by the fact that that guy got out of the vehicle and walked away, just looked around, walked away, just like she said in the movie. Remember, I don't want to die today, do you? Until next week, keep your, uh, keep your cell phones in the glove box.